Celebrating 10 years, and there's a lot of good things going on this year with Rage Against Addiction. So I am sitting here with Wendy, the executive director, the founder of Rage Against Addiction. And we have something big coming up this year. The Memory Walk, was it Memory Walk 5K? It's Memory Walk Recovery Run. It's Rage Against Addiction's Memory Walk Recovery Run 2024. Uh, This is our biggest fundraiser of the year. Uh, We are a 501c3 nonprofit organization, and our mission is to provide awareness and support to anyone that struggles from drug and or alcohol abuse. And this event brings together um, a a large variety of people, um, those who have lost loved ones to the disease of addiction, and also we celebrate those in recovery. So this 5K is um, a run, and we have a lot of runners who are running um, to support recovery. We have runners that run in memory of a, a loved one that is no longer with us, and then we have a really large group of family members that come out, bring photos of their loved ones and just celebrate them and just try to bring some awareness to the disease. Uh, This supports our programs. We have sober living houses in Bel Air, Maryland for women. And we also have some other programs that support uh, new moms in recovery. Uh, We support uh, kids by being a resource broker. And we've done some funding throughout the years to help people get into sober living. So this is this is a big deal for us. This is the the event that brings a lot of awareness to the community. It brings awareness to all that we're doing. And like Rich said, it's our 10th anniversary. So we we really want to let you know that we're here to stay. And the reason that we're doing what we're doing so well is because of all of the support in the community. And so we we, we welcome you to to join us. You can also join us virtually through the entire month of April. April uh, 1st through the 30th, we have a virtual event. And then the 13th is our actual in-person event at Cedar Lane Regional Park in Bel Air. You can register through our website, which is www.rageagainstaddiction.org. You can find all your info there. Uh, It'll take you to run sign up. You can create a team. You can do some um, independent fundraising with your family in memory of your loved one. And we also welcome sponsors. Sponsors get a place on our website. Your logos will go there. We give a shout out at the event. We're going to have some speakers from our alumni which is really what's near and dear to my heart. And again, it's, you know, it brings us all together and, and we hope that you can be there. Uh, now, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. The run is a 5k, but you can also walk it, which is what? One mile. We, we have um, a route that goes around Cedar lane uh, regional park. They have a, a path. And when you do the 5k, you, you do two laps. Our walkers okay. tend to do one. So it's like half, you know, it's probably like, okay. It's probably like a, a mile, a mile and a little. Yeah, I could do the walk. You don't have to be here to participate. And we encourage that because we know that no family is immune and addiction, unfortunately, isn't going away. And we have a new uh, up and coming generation that was plagued by COVID. And we're seeing the youth population really struggle. And, uh, you know, we want to make sure yep. that they continue to have the resources that they need. So, again, they go to rageagainstaddiction.org to sign up. Yes, under events. Or to become a sponsor as well. Oh, yes. Please, 
please, please, please sponsor. Those of you that have been listening to my podcast for a while know that I have a really big thing about addiction and making everyone aware of everything that's going on. Well, back in March, I met two ladies and had them on the podcast, and we went ahead and put our heads together. We decided to create something in an effort to bring awareness to communities about the devastating effects of addiction and also to spread the hope about the possibility of recovery. So with that said, this is Rage Talk. One of the first things that I realized in the recovery world was that once they leave treatment, they're not necessarily cured of their disease. And so I think sober living has become a big piece of the recovery puzzle because they need that protected sobriety. You know, you you throw somebody into a 28-day program and expect them to um, be recovered, which they're obviously not. Recovery is definitely a mindset and it's a behavior modification. So when you put someone into sober living, which I do like to call it, you know, protected sobriety because Mm -hmm. you have someone there that's overseeing them and it's an extent extension of their recovery process, um, it's really important. It's really important for their growth. It's really important for the longevity and the success of their sobriety. What things are actually put into place to help that process? Well, in our experience in running uh, two sober living homes in Hartford County, we have a house manager and then we also have a program director that oversees and trains the house manager. And what that means is that the house manager lives in the house and governs uh, the rules. We have um, a 12-step program that they need to follow. They have a 90 and 90, which means 90 meetings in 90 days that they have to participate in as part of the the house rules. They're drug tested um, weekly or at random, and then they are also providing them with new life skills. So what that means is they're establishing things that when they were in active addiction, they may not have had in their life, like getting up, working, doing chores, um, being accountable, having a curfew, all of these things that we take for granted as adults, they have to kind of relearn. And when you're in this protected sobriety environment, you're there with people that can actually um, guide you because they're going through the same thing. You have your house manager who is anywhere from, like I would say, eight months or more clean so they can kind of show them the way. And it's a hierarchy where you have women who can look up to other women that are doing what they need to accomplish. That's a good idea. Now, and when you say house rules, how many, because you're talking, I mean, of course, people are living in the house, right? How many people are in the house at one time living there? Uh, We have a max of... I believe it's eight eight women okay. in one of our houses and seven in the other. So it's a house manager and then the residents. And that um, has an ebb and flow. People are coming and going. Um, but typically, um, I would say that, you know, someone's stay could be anywhere from three to six months to even a year. For peer support, you feel free to contact Rachel at 443-504-504. 
You can follow Rage Against Addiction on Facebook, Instagram, or at our website, rageagainstaddiction.org for more information. Thank you.